This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. We are here, and we're here to talk about hands and strategy today. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Brian LaManna, the tortoise, if you will, and the one and only Matt Hunt. Hello, Hello Mr. Hunt. We've deemed today Once again. Strat Chat with Matt. Oh, okay. Mm. I like that. That's, yes. that's, that's the new... Uh, that's we, good. we kind of fell into it mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, yeah it's very it, serendipitous. It, it yeah. works well, too, if we don't do it on a Wednesday. Like, now right. we can do it any day. Yeah. We can do it yeah, whenever I mean, we want. It's great. Right. Really pigeonholing uh, ourselves into uh, a day of the week was... Laundry yeah. day, Burke. The huge only mistake. problem is your name is also Matt, so... No, that's the beauty of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be here. Ah, it doesn't right. even require me. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, excellent. Uh, yeah, I had to wash my sleeves. Yeah, I see that. Uh, the, yeah. Ran out of them. Mm-hmm. Sleeve monster got me. Looks nah, like man, it's summer, looks, baby. That looks like an old shirt. This is from high school. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to the mm-hmm. Iron Pit Gym. Yeah. This is... Uh, this is where this is where I got my first callus. Callus. Andy's gonna be all over your ass. Calluses. If you don't get this right. Calluses. Is this the same gym where you guys were using the hack squat incorrectly? Yes, yeah. uh, the absolutely same one. Right. Matt, you're the language man. How is it? How do you say? You say callus or calluses or calluses? I think calluses is the plural of callus. Yeah. Yeah. So. What if it's something callus is over? Calluses, yeah. Calluses. Calluses. I like that. That's a stretch right there. Um, all right. So we have a few things to get into today. Uh, got to make my high stakes poker debut yesterday. Mm, how was that? Not great. I yeah. lost. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, probably not supposed to say that, but probably not. It doesn't matter. Well, we, we would be able to tell from your general unhappiness that you're right. <laughs> also, it's a stream game. What the fuck did you expect to have happen? Yeah, exactly. It's not like you're ever going to win. Um, I, won't, I won't get into the hands or anything like that. I, I won't spoil it that much. You guys are going to have to wait. I will say uh, very, very strange to finally get the opportunity to play like such a major show in like the historic aspect of poker. Mm-hmm. And it not feel that way because you're just you're at the Pogo Studio. You've played at the Pogo Studio before. Same studio, same, same lineup, right. same stakes. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's it, just they just they changed the 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 branding. The set's thing. really cool. So the set's different. The set is well, so okay. Sweet. So that should make it that should make it feel a little special. It it doesn't feel any different when you're in there though. Because yeah, you're just you're at just the table. There and playing hands, right. Well, when you're at the you table walk- and you're facing the cameras. Right. You don't see the set. Right. But when you walk in and you see it, you're like, wow, this is cool. It, it's it's like a it's like an Aria suite. Mm-hmm. Like they built it like an Aria suite. You walk in and it I wouldn't know what that looks like. Fair. Uh, it, it legitimately looks <laughs> like a outside place. Outside of the tallest price range. Right. right. It legitimately looks like a place that you could just like, you know, bed down for a few days. Mm-hmm. There's there's like a, a, a little like makeshift bar behind the table. Like they they did this really cool thing where you know how they have the LED screen in the background and mm-hmm. they'll play like uh video footage of like uh the aria outside or whatever making it look like it's a window right yeah. they actually turned it into windows oh so like they built window like mm-hmm. a window uh panes or i guess like window frames on right. the outside of it so mm-hmm. all you see are like these little glimpses so like like when they when they 
uh, air it, it's going to look like you're just up in, up in a suite somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's it's really a really, cool. really, really cool set. But you know why it didn't feel like true high stakes poker is no Gabe Kaplan. That part's true. If yeah. you had walked in there and Gabe Kaplan had just been like, hi, shake you by the hand, you know, you would have felt like you were in high stakes poker. Right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, to be fair, they, they only ever do the edited version anyway, so it's not like he was ever on set. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like seriously thinking no, 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 he's yeah, there yeah. every time they play the game. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they did let us have cash play, though. Oh, so really? That That's cool. Nice. That's cool, yeah. yeah. Just put, put a big brick on the table. That's yeah, nice. we, we, had, we had bricks back on. Uh, shout out to Melissa, member for seven months. She said, I'm using my member milestone message to say Berkey is not olive i i'm <laughs> <laughs> i'm brown right now like what, what are yeah. we talking about look, look at look at this difference white olive <laughs> white mm -hmm. olive right. it's all olive yeah it's just different shades uh so yeah that was pretty dope i was supposed to play again today in a ridiculous lineup so the lineup i played yesterday was uh stanley tang rob young jennifer tilly myself jason coon farrah galfond um and Ferdinand, who I just met yesterday for the first time, never played with him before. Uh, really fun group, like talkative, non-threatening kind of game. Nothing really got too out of hand. Like it, it was, it was just a fun, splashy, high stakes environment. It's different from what's going to be happening tomorrow. Definitely different from what's going to be <laughs> happening tomorrow. Definitely different from what's going to be happening today. Today's lineup is ridiculous. That you won't be in. Right. I was, I was the last minute bump uh, yeah. for the one and only Rick Solomon, who is understandably so going to get my seat. Yes. Uh, today's lineup is Jeremy, Rick Solomon, Brandon Stevens, uh, one of his friends, Travis. Um, uh, who were the other two Jeremy. players? Did you say Jeremy? I said Jeremy. Uh, oh, uh, Rob Young is back. Jennifer Tilly is back. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Matt, the two that they just filmed, are those going to be behind a paywall or are those? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for high stakes poker specifically, they don't, they don't put out like the full stream. They do the edited version traditionally the same way that the old show was made. Um, Shulman, as we know, took over for Gabe Kaplan. Uh, so they'll, these, this will probably come out in three months, I would guess. Um, but tomorrow, Jaffe, if you're Jaffe, if you're listening, you have three months to save up the uh, eleven bucks to yeah. the ten bucks to, to get your. You you can use promo code S for Y <laughs> yes. and save on the yearly subscription if you like. Give us a little kickback. Uh, yeah. We appreciate you. Uh, but tomorrow's lineup is going to be spicy. I think we're going to end up playing big. Yesterday we ended up playing mostly two four eight. Uh, I imagine today they end up playing something silly like. Two, three, four, six, eight, twelve. Thousand. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, if they play less than if they play less than three, six, twelve today, I would be really shocked. And I feel like they almost have to. It's high stakes poker, so it's like you do have to separate it from the other streams, from the one hundred, two hundred, the the two four games, right? Like, yeah, like it has to be bigger than that because it is more prestigious. It's high stakes poker. Yeah, it's kind and of it's, weird. It, 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 I mean, it was it was a big game. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It just like mm -hmm. didn't feel that big it, it felt like a 2-4 game yeah well that's the thing like uh, like the kind of like these 2-4 games have become like normalized yeah where it's like it doesn't it's super high stakes but it doesn't feel like super high stakes. I, I think that, that just that's, watch it so often yeah right? i think that's a big part of it yeah. i also think it matters like how the money goes in mm -hmm. um so you know it wasn't like there was a bunch of like half million or million dollar pots where today i think there's a high probability of there yeah. being a 500k to a million dollar pot for right. sure and I think that, like, even if they start the game 2-4, I imagine by the halfway point, 
they're going to be playing something close to 1K, 2K. Good. Uh, which, That's... for what it's worth, like pre earlier this blood. week, earlier this week there was a lot of blood. So Robo put a game together, I think, for three or four days, and it was 1K, 2K every day. And who knows what the straddles and the pain looked like there. And that was just a private game that wasn't a. No, high it was part of the high. Oh, that was part of high stakes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, they they filmed for they started Saturday, so Saturday, oh, Sunday, Monday. Uh, yeah, it ends up being seven days straight of high stakes poker. So it's like a mix of 1K, 2K, and. 200 400 plus 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 so they're gonna get a lot of content a lot of episodes out of these for this sure week for sure these and seasons are long tomorrow it's not behind the paywall it's for the whole world to see on youtube yeah so everybody is. everybody gets to see three guys ganging up on you in a way <laughs> listen, that is listen, just I, blatant obvious collusion i mean yeah. i I, th I don't think that they are actually doing the bounty which is unfortunate they can't yeah, I mean, honestly, it was kind of a fortunate event for me because it's like in six hours, it, if the street, I was thinking about it yesterday, like while playing pretty comfortable environment, definitely a spot where like I'm fine to run 100k bluff, you know, just f figure out a spot to triple it off. Mm -hmm. I had zero opportunity. Yeah. Like there was not one single opportunity where I was just like, okay, this is the one and I'm just going to go for it. So it's just like if, uh, if your card distribution kind of hampers you to just playing good hands anyway. And you're trying to make good hands or whatever. Having a 20k, 25k bounty on your head is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know? like, right. Let's start being able to like value bet pretty thin on the river and, and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. I'm not really sweating it. Uh, tomorrow should be interesting. I'm glad they got JRB in there. It'll be nice to have somebody who's super talkative that isn't just telling me to suck a dick <laughs> the entire session, which I imagine uh, will be about the extent of Airball's vocabulary. Seems yeah, like that would, it, it that seems would get like, old. It seems like that's pretty much his vocabulary generally. Like yeah. It's just yeah. like the most common sentence he says, it seems. Yeah, I'm just going to hit him with a present it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a South Park guy. There you go, it? yeah. <laughs> present it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine there will be more trash talk than actual poker being played tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna bring Chauncey for backup. My, my emotional support mm -hmm. animal. He will maul them. He will like he just he was over here mauling me just a second ago. Like, <laughs> I yeah. saw that. He was on my lap. He was like, I've got like a little mark on my hand where he bit me. Yeah, I have a bunch. Uh, he's he's so playful and he always comes over here during the the pot or whatever. So I just like let him do whatever he wants. And yesterday he started going to town on my hand, and I didn't really notice it till I was playing. And I was looking at my hand like. Man, Coon must think I'm some sort of fucking animal. Like, I just have bite and scratch marks all over myself. <laughs> You've just been, like, punching a wall for trading purposes <laughs> in some yeah. way. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so really looking forward to getting back in the ring tomorrow. Uh, a little disappointed I didn't get to play today, but, you know, I could use a day off. Yeah. It's been five straight days I've played, I think, Friday through yesterday. You have a chance to get your laundry done. Ah, laundry schmandry, man. You know, it's <laughs> He summer. has a guy for that. Come on. I, I do have a guy yes, for that. Yes, he does. Uh, it, it's summer. I'm not trying to wear sleeves the rest of the year. Yeah, it's nice out. It's been real nice. Yeah, we finally get in the uh, the weather we've been holding out for. All right, let's get to the hands. Uh, we have six key hands from this past weekend versus Airball. We're gonna see everything from uh, long, long tanks with what I can only assume was a ten high type of holding. Uh, we're gonna see some windmill bluffs in my face. And uh, we're going to see some very, very strangely played value hands. Um, so I, I've already ran all these, uh, kind of double check to see where the errors are occurring and things of that nature. Uh, Hunt has not. So mm -hmm. we're just going to get in here raw. I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm going yeah, to describe. Just going to be a test for me, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to describe the hand a little bit. Uh, it's not a test. Like, look, this <laughs> is 
first of all, what people need to understand is this is deep stacked heads up, and even some of the best heads up players that are really studied, it doesn't necessarily carry over. Like, uh, you know, I saw Rob Coon put a video out yesterday analyzing some of these hands, and at 100 big blinds, like his analysis is spot on. Mm -hmm. But at these depths, like when I ran these, it was a little surprising to see like shit changes. Yeah. It, it changes wild fast. Stuff, wild, wild stuff changes at deep stacks. Yeah. So uh, it's more so just like from your observation, mm -hmm. you know, let's hear some thoughts and sure. then I'll kind of tell you what I was thinking in real time Sounds good. versus what the solver wanted to do. All right. So this first hand was on Saturday, I believe, uh, the day that I ended up winning 76K. This was uh, the only real big pot that we played. Ends up being an all-in pot for about 225K. Uh, I opened the button with ace four of spades, face a three bet. This hand could go either way, kind of mixes between four bet and call. It was early in the session. Uh, I basically just like flipped the coin in my head and went call instead. Uh, we see the queen of diamonds, eight of spades, three of spade flop. He checks to me. I check back. What are your thoughts? Uh, flop check back here. I think it seems pretty reasonable. I think that there are some spots where hands like the sort of high card, low card flush draws are going to want to bet to just grow the pot. But in particular, if he's never really check folding better ace highs, then mm. we don't benefit a ton from betting, even though we have a bunch of equity. Um, it's kind of nice to not have him fold like any one spade hands that he has. Right. Um, so I think check seems fine. I think bet would be fine too. It's just one of those hands that like, can go either way doesn't seem to have a massive incentive one way or the other yeah you're right i miss i misconstrued this spot um mainly because i knew that i would be four betting like ace 10 ace jack suited etc mm -hmm. pretty frequently uh the hand pure bets oh okay uh in, in Solverland, this is a pure bet for what size what size strategy do we have on the floor uh smallish i i can't recall if it's 25 or 40 okay uh this texture i believe may be 40 but off the top of my head, I don't remember. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it prefers to like check back the queen X of spades uh, or like if you have two, if you have ace high, two high spades. Okay. Uh, so that like low frequency, you'll have like ace jack, ace 10. Um, so does it have him folding some ace high on the flop then? Or I didn't look at the reaction. Okay. Um, I imagine that he folds with no spade, but yeah. calls with a spade. So like, okay. you know, ace jack. One spade probably peels. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but he does do a lot of checking on this board, so everything thus far, from his perspective, pretty good. Okay. Uh, I kind of miss one here with the high-low. Uh, I also just like don't really have this combo a ton since it four bets a fair frequency, too. Um, turn is the two of clubs, giving us now a gut shot nut flush draw. And I believe he chooses to bet two-thirds pot, if I'm not mistaken. Let me play real quick. Yeah, he bets 6,600 into 10K. Uh, anything here other than call? I don't think so. I it, it's just a it's a turn where we have almost we kind of don't really have anything that needs to raise or wants to raise there. Like yeah. we don't we don't have like eight deuce, three deuce in a three bet pot. Like we don't really have pocket deuces, and even if we do, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't really have. I guess we do have deuces, but um, we don't like necessarily need to raise it. It doesn't really need protection of any kind. Like it doesn't feel like we have any raises here. Yeah, we have, uh, for value, we have deuces, queen deuce suited, but one of the combos is queen deuce of spades, obviously. Oh yeah. Uh, which has no desire to really raise. I, I forget that we have queen deuce suited, like three, yeah. three bet pots and heads mm -hmm. up. So different, wild. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we're wide, man. Yeah. We're wide, but you're right. We don't have eight deuce. We don't have three deuce. Um, 
So yeah, you're right. I, we, we just don't really have much value. The little bit of value we do have, we kind of just want to trap with it. Uh, pretty standard just call, I believe. River, Yahtzee, six of spades. Pink. We got the nuts. Uh, unfortunately, we face check. Mm. Um, which is a little weird uh, from my perspective. What, what are your thoughts? It, it is a bit strange, but at the same time, I think there are a decent chunk of hands that would make sense for him to play this way. Like, I think a lot of the... 8x, a lot of the pairs between like nines and jacks that three bet, they they have some sort of reason to not necessarily be able to go thin for value on this river. It, mm -hmm. it sort of feels like a spot where some of that stuff might want to just block though, like for like yep. 5k yep. or something. Yep. So it's not that different from a check, but it does change the nature of the spot a little bit if he doesn't have that block sizing in strategy at all. Yeah. In in theory land, he's not doing a ton of checking here. Oh, okay. Uh, there's just like not a lot that arrives to this point that um, isn't either a bluff or a hand strong enough to bet. Hmm. Um, mainly because of the sizing choice on the turn, okay. right? Like when a brick rolls off and you decide to, to kind of go two-thirds pot, which is a very reasonable size, um, bottom of range is going to be like those hands that you listed, like mm -hmm. nines. 8x yeah. hands that are betting for protection sake and those are going to want to block on river because they're still beating right, a big chunk of my range yeah, yeah, yeah. you know we're just so wide is mm -hmm. the thing it's not like all of a sudden i'm it's not like six max or or even full ring where like suddenly when this card rolls off i have flushes four five and then like you know really strong top pairs yeah it's like i have like a two <laughs> yeah. a lot it's like king deuce of diamonds yeah and i have like you know a lot of three x that plays check back on flop and uh, you know, a lot of like middle pocket pairs, like sevens, fives, fours, all of which that, uh, you know, could potentially bluff when you block or whatever, but also can just, you know, call. Um, and then I have a, a lot of like one spade hands. Uh, it, it, you know, it gets a little bit complex, but uh, essentially like check isn't really much of a preferred option here because um, I think from the value side of things, like the check raise doesn't really perform all that well. Yeah. Uh, like basically you're just hoping to have cooled me off. Like right. you, you give me pretty easy decisions if I value bet, you know, a queen with no spade yeah. and I, you check raise for four X. I think it's pretty common in spots like this to see the block show up in situations where neither player's range is very polarized. So right. like where only one street of betting went in and then a draw got there, but neither player has the draw that often because both players would have bet the draw most of the time on the flop. Yeah. So, you know, both players have a lot of like showdown value-y type stuff here. So block call is a really common line. Yeah. Um, but when it goes check, now you get to value bet a bit thinner because right. he didn't block. You know? Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look, uh, or I don't recall anyway, I ran this a while ago. I don't recall what my thinnest value bet is here. It's probably I imagine like nines, eight. I was gonna eight say, X. I imagine yeah. my pocket pairs with a spade, yeah, uh, are probably like as thin as I go. So I bet 75% pot, um, expecting to at best get called. Uh, we, I think I even went a little over the bet size cap. I, I think like, uh, optimal size is like two thirds, mm -hmm. but whatever. I, I play 2575 instead of 3366, so sure. it kind of just is what it is. Um, and I face very weird reaction. And this is something that, uh, you know, when I say, when I say I have very little respect for Airball's game, because I think he's one of the weakest poker players I've ever come across fundamentally, mm -hmm. this is a great example of what I mean. Right. He has no concept of stack to pot ratio. Mm -hmm. So I bet 15,000 into 23, leaving me 85K behind. Right. 
or, or I guess a little bit more. These stacks might be off. You actually um, bet 64% on the, on the river. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, I got it right. Yeah. Look yeah, at you me. You bet 15 into uh, 23, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got the sizing right. Um, so uh, this, I, I, that changes I, anything. Yeah. Right? I mean, not really, but a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I fucked the sizings up here. So I had 115,000 on the river. Okay. Total. Not 100K. So I'm 15K deeper than, than listed. Uh, I bet 15,000 on the river. He raises to 60K. That, that should just never happen. Yeah. It's like a, there's no hand that Only jammer call. That. Yeah. There's right. no other race size. Yeah. There's, and, no, it's no, there's no purpose to that at all because his, everything that wants to raise wants to get max value. And there's no, there's no subset of hands that wants to specifically raise to that size but can't raise to a jam. Right. Like there's no, there's, it's not like he, he jams his strong flushes and then only raises small with his middle flushes for some reason. Like this doesn't make any sense at all. No, of course not. And like, you know, I, I probably just cooled him off. It's probably just flush over flush bot. We never saw his hand. But the, the, the point of all this is that he's so weak at the game that he doesn't even understand. Like he's just pre-programmed to only have a 4X check raise. Oh, people do this so much. People are like, they they look at the game purely in terms of multiples of the previous bet. Right. Mm -hmm. And they can only three bet to 3X or 4X or 5X. Which also and means he's never looked ahead to what if I get jammed on. Right, yeah, exactly. So I jammed for 40K more, mm -hmm. which is nothing. And uh, he's like belaboring the point, asking for a count, like getting like, you know, <laughs> six to one on a yeah. call and like makes a cry call because obviously I don't have any bluffs when I shove for 40 K mm. more. I mean, I guess from the value side, like whatever flush he has matters. I don't know how thin I get when I jam for 40 K more, probably only the King high flush. Yeah, I would say so. I right? think because the, he's just too probable to have a queen X of spades. I think the reason why this, this small raise costs him so much on the river is because when you have four five, you never jam. No, but no, if of course. but if he jams, your four five call. is going to call. Always right, call. exactly. So the only thing he's accomplishing here is letting you get away with losing less when you happen to have four five and he mm -hmm. happens to have a flush. Right, and it's like uh, I'm sure that uh, the obvious response to this is like, well, you know, don't coach the whale up, and it's like, well, there's no coaching this. Yeah, right. Like, he's not going to fucking listen anyway. <laughs> but even even if he did, it doesn't matter. This is such a fundamental error in thinking. Right. Right, like there's no one step ahead thinking. There's no comprehension of stack to pot ratio. There's no understanding of depth. It's just randomly clicking buttons, and like, and you can't just all of a sudden start playing no. correctly within a week or two weeks. Right, it's like just, you can you can just point these flaws out to, and laugh. Yeah, like yeah. I can point it out in real time and just mm -hmm. laugh. And it's like, what's he going to do? Suddenly ask how much money I have on the end? It's clear he's never once thought about what my stack size is. <laughs> So the only play here when he does have the king of spades, sorry, when the, he has the king of spades flush is just a jam. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. For sure. And, you know, it probably shouldn't check anyway, right? Because uh, I just have a lot of calls on this river. Yeah, and you don't have that many bets when checked to. Right, right. right. It's like <laughs> you need to be doubling. with so that, that, That's the other thing is just like when you go for the check bet check line in this uh, particular like formation of a three bet pot or whatever, it's like God bless you finding enough bluffs. Mm-hmm. Like, God bless if you're finding... It. I mean, I guess, like, he could pretty easily turn, like, Ace of Spades pair into a, a river check raise bluff. But, like, that's really hard on Queen 8, 3, 4, yeah. 6. What naked Ace of Spades do you have? Especially when he bets 66% on the turn. Right. Because his turn range there is not going to include a lot of single spade hands. Right. And then when 
he does have a single spade. He's not supposed to check the river with those because right. if they don't have showdown value, he's supposed to just bluff them. So theoretically, if he wants to bluff this river, he's supposed to have like some hands that have some showdown value so that when you check back, they sometimes win, right. but also have a spade in them. Mm -hmm. And it's just really hard to imagine what those hands actually are. Like he's supposed to probably bluff like nines here. Yeah. Nines with a spade, like sometimes. Right, yeah. It's like, even if you have a hand like ace-king with a spade, I'm sure that it yeah. just functions way better as a river bet mm -hmm. than... Uh, <laughs> Chauncey almost got me. Chauncey's oh, assaulting everyone. He <laughs> wrecked over there. He was wrecking me earlier. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like that hand, that hand was nice because uh, it was probably like 45 minutes into the session or so. Yeah. And I could tell that like he was he was in a different grind set than he had been previously. Like it was all about small ball, right? Mm. Like yeah. so much flop check back. Because he, so he was up and it's like I need to win by one dollar. Right, right. And he was up he was protecting such a small lead, you know, he was up like thirty K or whatever. <laughs> protecting like a twenty big blind lead. Yeah. Like, it's so, so absurd. Yeah, so it was just like so much small ball taking place and I could just tell he was like really locked in into keeping pot small, yada yada yada. And it's like Okay, we win the battle of what I assume to be a cooler. He might have just had like four or five there. He might have had a set that he played like in a weird trip. But he obviously had value. Yeah. Like, I mean, he called off. So like it, it wasn't like as if he was like He didn't like level himself into just a pure bluff catch with some weird hand. No, there. I don't think we're looking at like king queen with a king of spades. No. Although like, who knows, man? Yeah, at this who point. Who knows at this point? Who knows? Uh, like the tank call off. Uh, it, I get it because it's like I always have it. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of room to, to maybe make some exploitative folds there, but, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, in a very general sense, seems quite strange, uh, mm -hmm. as played. Um, yeah, I'm just like looking at the notes that I wrote, uh, about the hand. So my hand is a pure flop bet, but, uh, I only bet, uh, with the entirety of my range 30% of the time. So I do check back a ton there. Like mm -hmm. my instincts were good just, uh, poor hand selection. Yeah. Um, also turn his size is bad it's either pot or 2e so it's only like pot or 167 percent pot yeah, i think e is 2e right like i think like i think really it's like 1.67 yeah okay um and then on the river uh he really shouldn't have any flushes uh as played so like once he checks he should basically be devoid of flushes mm -hmm. um my size is capped at 67%. His only raise size is obviously jam. The whole hand is just like completely wild. It gets super weird because now like if he doesn't have flushes, how can he even have jams? And then... Well, he obviously it's... does have flushes as oh, played, okay, I would but assume. Like just, but like yeah. in theory land, he doesn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the, the game tree gets all weird when yeah. one player just doesn't have anything above a certain strength and they're super capped. Yeah, so this hand we spoke about uh, a few times. This is the hand that just completely altered my confidence in this match. Uh... You know, I, I know we kind of had a bit of a discussion back and forth in the chat, but like this was the one where I was like, okay, we fucking got him. Like there's just <laughs> okay, no, there's no turning back. And I lose this hand, but there's just no turning back from this. Mm -hmm. um, so the situation was single raise pot. I defend eight of spades, six of clubs. Board comes 10, seven, three rainbow. So we flop a gut shot. Uh, no row back doors. Check, check. Uh, we see a turn of four of hearts, 2,400 in the pot. And I go for the 1.5x pot bet. So I bet 4,500. Uh, five, six is now the nuts, which we obviously block. We have a double gutter. Any five or nine makes our hand. What do you think about this turn over bet size? I think it seems fine. I think that we're in, the, in this line, he's going to have a limited amount of five, six that checks back flop. We obviously block it as well. A lot of our stuff that has a six in it that's going to want to bluff is going to want to go bigger here. It's kind of... 
not great that we have a heart, but we can't just only bet big when we have a heart because we need to have some better bluffing combos for when the heart doesn't hit. We need him to have as many hearts as possible. So I don't imagine that we have that much incentive to just go small here because I would expect his flop check back to be somewhat capped and it just feels like we have enough two pairs and flushes, not flushes, but um, straights, things like that in our range that we can quite comfortably just bet big here. Yeah, I mean, he should have some protection in his range. Like he should have some 10-4 suited. He should mm -hmm. have 7-3 suited, or sorry, 7-4 suited, 3-4 suited. Uh, actually, all 7-4, all 10-4. Um, I think that's right, yeah. Um, so he should have a lot of like two pair combos here. Mm -hmm. You're right. I don't think he has a ton of five, six, but he should have some, yeah. uh, us having a blocker to that's really nice. Uh, he also will have like some pretty strong one pair hands that check back mm -hmm. hands like seven, six, seven, five that are pretty natural bluff catchers here. But nevertheless, we, uh, have relative nut advantage here. And, uh, when we choose to bet on such a dynamic turn, it's big. Mm -hmm. So I was like really proud of myself for finding this one. I'm just kind of learning the heads up game tree uh so finding these turn over bet probes are a little bit challenging mm -hmm. uh, but this is one of them yeah i got the candidate a little bit wrong you're right that i i would prefer to have a heart oh okay uh so i didn't i i was thinking along the same lines as you mm -hmm. where i felt like unblocking backdoors was good but it's a byproduct of uh i think largely just wanting to win now okay and yeah, then and then having the ability to potentially uh yeah. fire off on a heart so river. i guess it's i guess it's like the, the opportunity to bluff on a river non-heart is not as important as I expected it to be. It right. Like it seems like. Right, right. And it's important to be able to bluff on a heart river. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, which, yeah, makes, makes a fair amount of sense to me. Uh, so he chooses to call. Uh, we'll discuss his hand momentarily. We arrive at the river, and it is the seven of clubs, which is the non-heart seven, which... Uh, Oddly enough, led to me getting the sizing correct huh. uh, in theory land because I had planned to just go overbet, overbet uh -huh. on bricks. Um, but when the seven rolls off and, you know, seven X of hearts is a big part of his range, seven, six, seven, five, uh, I understood that I needed the size down. What I didn't understand is that that makes my hand a give up. Mm. Um, so I have some blocking to seven X, obviously, but like. If I had the eight of hearts, I'd be more inclined or the six of hearts to, to follow through here. That's interesting. Because I would be blocking more of his uh, pair plus combos. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, which is important. But my hand is basically a pure give up. It does bluff small frequency for the size I chose, which I think was 70, 75% pot. Um, or maybe it was 66, either way. Uh, and he elects to call again with the jack three offsuit. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is... Um this is such an interesting river card because on the face of it, obviously the seven is going to be very good for him because right. you don't overbet a seven on the turn. But in terms of overall range distribution, there's enough five, six in your range and enough like two pair that just made a boat that you still have a pretty good chunk of some very, very strong hands here. And it's yeah, no. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, you're right about the five six. I have five six in full, so sixteen combos of five six, which is very helpful. Do you not have like ten seven and four seven? I do have like ten that? seven in full. Uh, I only have four seven suited, so there's only one combo of that okay. left. But you have threes, fours, or are they three betting sometimes pre? Uh, threes and fours three bet a high frequency. Okay. Uh, that's what, it, it's that's very what weird at depth. Yeah, yeah. These hands to. never three bet at hundred big blinds. Uh, they mix 
pretty aggressively okay. uh, at 500. That makes most sense. Now you then. you want those like low pair block or sorry those low pair uh, okay potential like two way hands. Yeah. Uh, whenever you go forward post in those three bet pots because. Okay. You know, you want to have coverage on low boards, obviously, and then you want to be able to have natural bluffs that can uh, turn nut equity mm-hmm. on certain other textures. Um, also, just like having pairs when uh, you're deep is important because it check-checks so often. Okay. So, so you just get the showdown a little more. So in reality, I guess it's a good enough card for him that you actually have to have a lot of checks, and then yeah. your 5-6 and stuff is going to check-raise? Uh, some. It, it'll mix. Like, probably not 5-6. Five, 5-6 six. Five, six probably just goes for it. Uh, oh, okay. I and see. bets. When I say go for it, like we're capped at like three quarters pot. Okay. Right, I but see. it can bet call. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Um, and you know, some of our boats will do the same. Uh, I imagine the check raises will come from like, uh, yeah, probably like the it, the hands that unblock the seven. It's weird though, right? Because the boats, like, I de- in most spots like this. The boats that unblock a seven are going to want to check raise, but yeah. you don't have those here. If well, you, I have threes and fours. Some okay, you do have a little bit. Of a little bit of it, yeah. yeah. And you don't you don't have tens, so right? Like, it's it definitely becomes it's a, hard. Weird, a weirder spot. Heads che- up check raising check raising isn't going to be a high frequency play. Yeah, here. it's I'm probably just overthinking it. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to be forced to bluff catch a lot here. Nut equity just shifts pretty heavily in his favor, right? Because he does have these in the offsuit variety, mm-hmm. uh, so he will have some seven four. He'll have like uh, you know one combo of seven three suited. Or two combos sorry two combos of seven three suited uh he'll have threes and fours well he, he probably wouldn't check back seven three suited on flop though right oh that's true that's true well i don't know man he's done some weird shit <laughs> he has done some weird shit i i mean yeah i don't know i don't, I don't want to get too deep into it but um in, in any event like it's just a bad card for me i should just give up with my hand sure but his hand is a pure fold on the turn never calls i was thinking that i was thinking like it's i mean it's a fold on river but it's it's definitely a pure fold on turn like did he snap river matt oh yeah Wow. It's like strong, complete <laughs> dust to call turn with that hand. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't even bother looking to see if River is losing money because turns losing so much. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just getting torched uh, calling his hand on the turn. And when that went to showdown, I wasn't even mad that the bluff didn't work. I was so excited to just see that like he hasn't studied anything regarding <laughs> turn and river play. Right. It was just like, oh, he has. No fucking idea. His thought process is I check back pair, I face bet, I call. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? That'll actually take you some places in general. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes. I mean, like when the board is favorable for yeah. you. But like when the board uh, makes that pair you checked back really fucking weak and unable to improve, uh, it, it, it's not really it's not really the, the zone we want to be focusing in on bluff right. catching with. So, so here's a question about the turn. Like, you think we can ever actually go even bigger than what we did go like in theory or in practice uh well i i guess when you ran this were you were you able to account for how deep you are because you're super deep you're yeah at, you're at okay so the beauty th- the beautiful thing about ruse uh that i think people misunderstand is um they think it's capped at 250 big blinds yeah but it's just like any other solver you can control the spr uh, to your I own see. degree okay. right so, so just, yeah yeah stacks are capped at 250 big blinds mm-hmm. but um you know, you just reduce how much money is in the pot. Right, I see. Okay. And it makes it really simple. So when I'm doing like 500 big blind stacks, uh, controlling for three bet pots, instead of me actually putting in the 30 big blinds mm-hmm. that are in the middle, I just reduce it. Yeah. yeah I just reduce it to 15. If right. we're 500 effective, I reduce it to seven and a half. That makes sense. Uh, if we're deeper than that, you know, um, you know, you are somewhat restricted. Like you can only do a single race pot up to, uh, I guess, 
I, actually, you're not that restricted. You could do up to 250 SPR. Right? Yeah, you could just well, edit the ranges. Well, that's, that's the beauty is yeah. that you're uploading your own ranges. So mm -hmm. they're going to be a reflection of right. your actual depth. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of manipulating the pot. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So for a single rose pot, you could do up to 250 SPR. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right? So we're at, what, what SPR are we at? We're at like an 80 SPR? <laughs> Something insane like that. Single raised pot here. We 2, are twenty four hundred in the pot. Twenty five hundred effective. Yeah, two hundred twenty behind. We're at like yeah. Yeah. Eighty five SPR, something like that. On turn, you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's Close almost it's almost a hundred. It's just Close shy of a hundred. It's just shy of a hundred. Yeah, yeah. 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 you got two twenty, okay. and there's there's twenty four hundred in the pot. So how yeah. big? What was the biggest size Ruse wanted to use? Uh, one hundred fifty percent. Oh really? It okay. it wasn't like a two E spot. Okay, because there I, are a lot of spots where it will just two E and two yeah. E will be like three hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Like I was yeah. I was wondering if this might be a spot where no. because your SBR is so ridiculously high, it might just use some absurd size on the turn, but I guess I, not. I think it's harder when ranges are this wide. Yeah. Most of the two two E and three E spots that I see are three bet pots. I, I bet I bet what would happen is if you were able to lock it so that he never has five six when he checks back the flop. Yeah. It would suddenly now For want sure. you to just like four X pot. For sure. Because For sure. the only thing stopping you from going that big in this spot is the fact that he does sometimes check back. Uh, five I six. could lock it. I could easily just remove five six from his range. Oh yeah, actually I suppose you could, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no locking isn't quite available yet on Ruse, but there's a way to manipulate it where you can still get kind of the same output. Yeah. So yeah, I could just eliminate five six from his strategy altogether mm -hmm. and see what it does. And you're right, two E probably would start to get yeah, introduced. Some kind of absurd size. Two E would be like five hundred percent. Be a lot. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. Be. I haven't really even seen it much for the single race. I, you see it on like, well, whatever. I don't want to give too much away. But there are certain <laughs> board textures where in a single race pot, the uh, preflop aggressor will start to 3E, uh -huh. um, even at 500 big blinds. Wow. So, like, you know, you start with like 200% on flop. That's fun. And you just kind of go, which is, yeah, it, it can be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, it's very, very weird. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously, as you guys said, I didn't look to see how much it's losing, but uh, my note said whatever 3x got this far is purely folding or mixing raise fold. Uh, and the ones that are mixing raise fold all block 5-6. Mm -hmm. So it's like 5-3, yeah, 6-3. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was the hand where I had a lot of confidence that we're doing just fine here, guys. Yeah. We're, we're in good shape battling the airbag. Airbag. Um, all right, moving into the next one. Uh, full discrepancy. The hand listed is not the hand that I had. Uh, I would never flat a three bet with aces. Um, I just don't really want to divulge what I had. So we're going to talk about my range here instead. Do you mean full disclosure? What did I say? Full discrepancy? discrepancy. Yeah, I did mean full <laughs> I was disclosure. Like, what does full discrepancy mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did mean full disclosure. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, what I was thinking, I had two thoughts in my head. I was going to say there's a discrepancy here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, I think you do that hand. a lot. Like you're thinking one thing and yeah. you say a different word. Yeah, yeah. I just Jeez. went down. I, I saw a fork in the road and I chose both paths. <laughs> you know, I decided to just walk right down the middle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I gave myself aces here because I would never fly a three bet with aces. Instead, I think we should just talk about range uh, since this is a massive pot. This pot occurred on Sunday. Uh, it was the biggest pot played. It was the one where Feldman videoed uh, yeah, he filmed the uh, long, long tank. The infamous airball uh, air with his yeah. palms in his face. We love to see it, guys. We love to see it. Uh, I have to tell you, I've been playing with this guy long enough to know that uh, when I jammed River, I knew within four seconds he was not calling. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, the strongest live read I have on him is when he's folding. 
after I've bet. Yeah. So it's the most does, does you a lot it's good. the most useless yeah. live read <laughs> on earth. Yeah. All it tells me is when my time is about to be wasted. Do you, do you think he's paying close enough attention to you that you could have done something to try to get him to call? Or no not? shot. No. Okay. No shot. So you think uh, well, I don't think he had a hand. I, I legitimately think he had like ten. Just oh, okay. his face. But like, yeah. let's say he did have some close hand. Is he paying enough attention to you that you think you could do anything? To influence I don't know, it? man. I look at this guy and uh, every time I look at him in the eyes throughout the course of the match i just imagine like a circus monkey in his head banging two symbols together <laughs> like i truly don't think that there's a th single thought rattling around up there. he's just playing on instinct so he's just he's he's dead behind the eyes man he's just vapid whenever i look at him and it's like all right like what am i gonna do give him the fake tells here like he doesn't know what the fuck he's looking mm -hmm. for yeah that's probably fair so, so despite what the title says, you don't think he had a full house? I do not think he had a full house. Uh, I'm not even willing to say that I had a full house. Uh, and when we start to talk about ranges here, you guys will understand that I certainly have way worse hands than a full house than Jam here. Yeah. Um, what is going? How back can I run? Oh yeah, my I god! Love, I love his reaction. It's just—it's so, oh my god! It's so great. He can't believe he missed it's a straight a great, flush draw. Great image there of just him with his hands on his face and you mm -hmm. sitting there counting out chips. It really was fantastic. I love that he's just like getting a casual massage there. Wow. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm annoyed that I counted my fucking chips out when I knew he was folding. Yeah. That, that looking back on it, that's my biggest regret. Yeah. I should just push my stack forward, but the problem is, is that, like it's so much work on the dealers and they're kind of nervous because it's a big game, and like sometimes you get a little bit more of an inexperienced dealer in there, like. Even though I uh, I cut my chips out multiple times, the dealer kept miscounting it. So I was like, ah, all right, like I'll just I'll help this situation along. But yeah, um, all right, let's get into the hand. So three bet pot. I defend some hand that you would defend in a three bet. Can you can you stop the audio on this? Oh, sorry, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> We're still hearing it play out in the background. Just can't that, listen. That to goes it. on for another like ten minutes. Yeah, so. it's fine. You're not missing anything, guys. Uh. So I defend some hand, uh, and we see a flop of ace. I don't, I don't know if these are the correct suits. I know the queen and the jack are the correct suits. I don't know if the ace is the correct suit. I know it's a non-spade. So we see uh, ace, not spade, uh, queen of hearts, jack of spades. Um, and uh, airball just comes out gunning. So what? <laughs> I guess I'll just tell you what he did first, and then you can give me your thoughts. So yeah. ace, queen, jack, rainbow. Uh, he fires out for pot and a half, 15k. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I think that... SPR is 30, by the way. Yeah, I think there are, there are hands here that he can have that you can't have, like aces, like yep. queens, like yep. jacks. But the problem uh, is... I have jacks. Oh, you have jacks? I have jacks, jacks like right? okay. 70%. Okay. Um, but the problem is you can have all king 10. And yep. that limits the amount that he can just blast here because his sets and things like that just lose to king 10 right. too much for him to just be one and a half x potting yeah i will say that what changes this a bit uh when i ran this i ran this for what's supposed to happen uh this deep mm -hmm. like ranges for 600 big blinds or uh i guess uh a little bit more um like 650 bigs uh the issue is that we've seen him show up with king 10 off in three bet pots mm, yeah. where he's the three better okay. and we've seen him show up in single race pots with king 10 suited mm. Uh, so there is a possibility that he has more King-10 than he's supposed to. Okay. Um, but, you know, I still have the King-10 edge here yeah. by quite quite a margin. Yeah, and even if he has more King-10 than you do, the, the presence of all 16 well, combos in it. It's, okay. it's Yeah, it's 
completely impossible. Oh, you mean more than I would have like, if I were three yeah, betting? Yeah, even if he, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. in relative terms he has a bit of a nut advantage here, that doesn't Correct. mean it's big enough for him to just blast one and a half x pot. Yeah. What do you think uh, the the actual sizings are for this spot? Uh well, you already told me, so I'm kind of cheating here. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's pot, right? You yeah. Said? Yeah. Yeah, and that's generally going to be the case. When you flop pretty big advantage on a board texture that favors you a lot, um, but you are, you know, slight nut disadvantage or, like, relatively even, mm -hmm. you're just, in, in heads up, you're just generally going to be right. capped at pot. Like, he's, lever he's leveraging his sets here. He's leveraging the fact that yeah. he has more sets than you do. He has an equity advantage, yeah, for sure. He, he's not yeah. leveraging the absolute top of his range. Like, if he had more King-10 than you did, he might be able to bomb for more than pot. But when you're leveraging something right. that's slightly below the top of range... A good example would different. be if this were Queen-Jack-10 instead. Yeah, exactly. You then get to then just, he might get to just... You get the 3E. Yeah, you, you can just start 3 e Right, because right, you right just never have the Ace-King. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm supposed to have it, like, you know, some stupid small percent. Uh, and in practice, I may not ever have it. So yeah, you just get to blast off on like mm. Queen Jack Ten and just like go hard versus my two pairs. Um, so he goes B one fifty, too big. I knew it was too big immediately. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't know what this is, man, but it stinks like a bluff. I I think so. I I might be you. You've obviously run it, so you can tell me if I'm right here. Sure. But I I would think against this size, you're probably supposed to fold anything that doesn't like any pair that doesn't have a king or a ten, like. Ace nine and below, you're probably supposed to fold. Uh, no. Okay. You don't fold backdoors. Ah, okay, backdoors as well. Backdoors yeah. is the critical uh, key factor. So you you actually fold like you could you you start folding hands like Jack ten, Queen ten. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so with, you're folding. You you'd rather have a backdoor than have a straight draw. Uh, yes, I believe oh, so. Okay. Ah, man, don't quote me on that, but I'm positive that like, um, because I'm thinking of like the. I might be mis misspeaking because I'm thinking specifically of like the ace king five boards. Uh, uh, the only king x that calls is king x with the back door. Okay. So like and king queen. Yeah. Um, but like you'll that, fo you'll just pure fold king that jack. For, that for sure I was I would have been confident about as well. Like, yeah. It's just it's specifically this. Spot. But yeah, you need equity. Like a, a a triple Broadway board where you're facing one and a half x pot. You you certainly cannot peel here with like jack four of, of correct some random suit right that doesn't have a back door. Right. Nick you, Nick might. Well, yeah, he might. Jack, Jack 3 is a good hand. Uh, yeah, you basically need to have uh, a fair amount of equity. Yeah, you just... And, and, uh, uh, and clean equity. A hand, like, a hand like an ace that doesn't have a backdoor and doesn't have a, a 10 with it because you wouldn't have ace-king. Yeah. That is probably going to have to fold. Like some, some aces are going to have to fold. For sure. Yeah. Like if you have right. uh, ace-deuce of clubs. Yeah, that, that was like the essence of what I was getting at because I think people are just like conditioned to like oh you can't fold top pair heads up but right like, you absolutely can in a three bet pot when you face one and a half x pot yeah um and you'll see how this shapes up as we arrive at river so like to give you a, a little bit of a cheat all of your queen x with backdoor flush draws are calling mm -hmm. so like queen nine queen eight queen seven queen six makes sense it, it peels yeah if it has a diamond or a spade in it, it peels um okay so we call turn is the queen of spades good card bad card for him for him, yeah. it should be a pretty bad card because should be a pretty bad card. He shouldn't have um he shouldn't really have any substantial amount of Queen X that bombs the flop unless he specifically has like two pair plus yep. with a queen in it. So spot on. ace queen, queen jack, etc. Yeah, spot on. Uh also a few other notes of flop play. Um as we mentioned, he's capped at uh full pot mm -hmm. and isn't able to be 
uh, betting any larger than that. When he does choose the larger size, what actually ends up happening is the solver will start to restrict his large size down to 67%. Mm. So it'll just start to settle on two-thirds pot, whereas if you just leave it at pot, you basically either pot or check. Mm -hmm. So he, how often do you think he's checking this board, even though we're saying he has relative advantage? Uh... 60%? At this depth, 85. Wow. So he almost never gets to bet. Uh, and when he chooses uh, 150%, it's like 3% of range. Wow. Uh, or 3% frequency. That's the effect of the SPR just being so high, yeah. right? Like, the, yeah. you're 29 SPR in a 3-bet pot. Like, you just don't get to bet. Yeah, turns get, turns get hard, Yeah, you know? Um, so, yeah, obviously, like, flop is a bit of an error. Only size is pot whenever he restricts himself to that. Um, but he's still mostly checking. Uh, now we see the queen of spades come off. What do you think his betting strategies are in this spot? Well, it feels like he should check a lot because you are going to have a decent amount of hands that bet when checked to. You're going to have your king 10. You're going to have your queen jack, your ace queen, your some of your queen x, like your king queen or whatever that called the flop, your queen x with a backdoor that's going to want to bet. Yep. So it feels like he should be checking a ton. And then if he does decide to bet, it probably just has to be hands that either beat a queen or have a lot of blocking power against the queen. Yeah. It's really hard for him to actually have blocking power against the queen here because you just, like, your queen x hands, if you're just calling queen x with a backdoor on the flop, it's going to be, like, random queen seven and stuff like that. So, like, hard for him to just have a seven and blast off or something Yeah, so like his that. bluffs are kind of interesting here. Uh, it's a lot of low spades. Uh, so oh, like interesting. Five, three of spades, mm -hmm. uh, hands of that sort. Um, just kind of a byproduct of the range being so wide. Yeah. Uh, then obviously it's the combo draws, nine, 10 of spades, mm -hmm. uh, 10, eight of spades. That makes those, sense. those are obvious. Uh, and then it's like small pairs with a club. With a club? Yeah. Because, um, uh, <laughs> you want to, I, I think. Are you sure you don't mean a spade? Cause the club is no, no, no. not even a club. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 With the spade. But I, I was thinking that it was choosing the ones with a club. Sorry. Sorry. Without a club, without a club. Uh, cause you. No, 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 with a club. Because you want to unblock the backdoors that missed. Oh, okay. So like the ace four of hearts, uh, the, the queen four of diamonds, well, not the queen four, I guess. Okay. The jack four of diamonds. Wow. Uh, those types of hands. This is where it gets super specific. Yeah, so guess. it's like low frequency fours and threes. Yeah. Um, that will also be a part of the bluffing range. You know, you know, it's funny. I've done two sessions in the past couple days with students where I've been specifically looking at turn bluff construction, basically. Mm -hmm. And I'm surprised how frequently it matters to unblock the folds. Like unblocking right. folds on turn matters a ton. And I guess in this case, a lot of the reason why those hands, particularly the low card spades, some of the others as well, a lot of the reason why they can barrel here is presumably just because they have max unblocking potential against all the hands you're yeah. folding. Yeah, wow. and you get to barrel them twice. Uh, also, they have like very nicely hidden equity. Yeah. So the spade is a nice... Uh, a nice card for you to just get value on um, with fours and threes like you can drill an underboat which is worth a fair amount of EV when you do um, and then you know uh, <laughs> sorry what is he doing what is he, what's he, he trying to get to there's a mic cord here that he's oh, batting okay. at um, but yeah like I still have a lot of call call folds because I have backdoor hands right mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of this is the byproduct of the sizing that you choose again you're capped at pot um, but pot is pretty big at this point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that matters. Uh, and again, you're correct. He's supposed to be checking like 75%. Uh -huh. um, 
So he chooses a little more than pot. He chooses like 112.5%. He bets 45 into 40. Uh, we have another call. And our call range is very face up. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's got, it's got to be just like a queen, or a queen plus, yep. a straight, and then like a pair with a flush draw. Uh, blockers also. So like ace-jack doesn't fold. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and then like all ace-x of spades. A Does ace-10 fold? Ace 10 no uh, with a spade does not. Ace 10, I believe, without does. So Ace 10, if Ace 10 with a spade is calling, then that implies that we want to... I think specifically we want the Ace of Spades. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, so it implies that maybe we're going to turn that into a bluff sometimes? Potentially, yes. Okay, um, And we also still have gut shot outs, yep. which, which help. Yeah, I was just curious because intuitively you would feel like not having a spade would be better because he can have more spades. Or we can unblock the 10-8 of spades. Well, stuff, but ace-x of spades in his range doesn't pot. Right. It's well, just I, a, it's I, a clear check. I guess more just like wanting to... The 10 of spades? Well, yeah, wanting to have wanting him to have those bluffs that have the 10 of spades. Well, you want to block king-10, which is nice. Oh, that's also, yeah, that's important. Uh, well. And he only has 10-9, 10-8. Yeah. That really double Yeah, that's probably, that's probably good. But so yeah, it's, 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 it's not definitely really a ton interesting of that we're calling with some hands that are that have like an ace but are planning to maybe bluff rivers sometimes i mean we need to right yeah we exactly. got to have some future street bluffs when check to indeed we do um so we call again uh the river is the deuce of diamonds forever a brick uh he bets 100 now into 125 so roughly 80 percent pot hey man you, you know i'm not a chew toy here <laughs> Mar Marley, come get your man. <laughs> um, you bite that nipple off. I know. So uh, this is actually kind of a fine simplification. Uh, so when I ran it, it was splitting between quarter pot, full pot, and all in. Mm. Uh, all in being like two pots, give or take. Yeah, I thought he would mostly want to just be all in here. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, I thought so too. And I was really surprised to see it mix three sizes. Uh, mm -hmm. I figured it would just be like quarter or jam. Yeah. Uh, the, the full pot size kind of threw me a bit. Yeah, it's a bit uh, weird. But Jack's like purely picks pot. It chooses nothing else. Interesting. Um, which I was kind of surprised by. Uh, so it's like a nice simplification. If you, I, I just reduced it then to 80% pot or mm -hmm. all in. Um, and it mostly chose uh, 80%, which is kind yeah. of crazy because you don't get here with many hands. Yeah. Like, right. I think total his range was like, I don't know, single digit combinations mm -hmm. uh, spread out over like a dozen or so candidates. Um, his bluffs would then come from, as I mentioned, small pairs. Uh, his jams were his super nutted range. So queens mixed between pot and shove. Uh, queen jack did as well. Ace queen, pure jam for him. Uh, aces pure jam which i was surprised aces actually pot flop huh interesting i was surprised to see that i mean they mix they they check yeah. also but um i was pretty surprised to see that they fast played so much yeah uh and then his king 10 uh his other queen x is pocket jacks they all choose the other size and his bluffs are just like thrown into every size basically yeah. like his small pairs his uh five high spades six high spades stuff like that yeah. all just gets thrown into whatever size he chooses so it's kind of choose your own adventure at this yeah. point i mean that, that's going to happen a lot like you're going to see spots where there's 
certain specific segments of value hands that have a desire to bet different sizes. And right. then the bluffs are just going to populate each range according to however many is necessary. Yeah, 10, 9 make, of spades. Sure the, these hands all get mixed in. Villain is indifferent, yeah. Uh, what do you think my jams are when I face this 80% pot bet? I think ace-jack sounds like a good candidate. That, that um, mixed, yep. I think ace-deuce of spades could be a candidate. Um, I think that... What else do we have? Jack N, maybe? Jack 10 of spades? Mm, jack of spades is out. Oh, okay. Uh, where's the board? I can't see the board. Uh, Ace of diamonds, queen of hearts, jack of spades, oh, queen okay. of spades. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, that makes it harder. All right, so... Because we can't... We, we, can, we can have an ace-x of spades combo. So, like, those ace 10s with a spade seem like they could be good river bluff jams. Yep. The, we don't have ace-king. Do we still have any, like, king-jack in there? Uh, no. Okay, so we don't have that. Yeah, I feel like we... I almost want to bluff with a weak queen here. Like, I almost want, like, queen... I don't know. What, what do we have? Queen five of diamonds or something? Like, I almost want to bluff with that. Sometimes. So, interestingly enough, I don't know if it was bluffing or not, but my jams are boats, quads, uh, and then queen nine and worse. So, okay. queen nine through queen five you or whatever. You have queens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some frequency, not a lot, but yeah. Right. Uh, so... Boats, quads, and uh, which includes like, sorry, not all boats, most mm -hmm. boats. Uh, ace, queen, queen, jack, and then pocket queens, all jam. Okay. Jack's, uh, jack's call, pure. Wow, jack's doesn't even jam? Jack's pure call. Um, uh, and then I want to be jamming queen nine through queen X, like however, down, however far down it goes. That has to be a bluff then. Yeah, because king, queen, and queen 10 call. So oh, this is this is what happens with these paired boards. It's super weird sometimes. Like I had I ran a spot a while back where it was like it was a, a board with three to a flush, four to a straight, and a paired board. And it was like it was like ace ace do three deuce three four or something with three to a flush. And it was a it was a spot where like trips was jamming the river, like a top trips was jamming the river for value. And like a straight was folding or so, like weird yeah. shit like the, the the trips because it blocks the houses and stuff can play differently than the straights can right, right and i guess that's what's happening here yeah uh so you were pretty you were pretty um you were pretty close on the jam options so ace jack and ace 10 mix all three options okay um Man, jacks that's such a nightmare to just be like should i call should i jam should i fold like it's the what? worst <laughs> feeling especially with the hand like ace jack yeah like, and this is like where landon's instinct is always jam yeah he'll never call ace jack here yeah mm -hmm. like he will just always jam it he'll never fold it and he'll never call it it's, it's probably just, my instinct too but i'm yeah. just never in this spot so like I have mine's the opposite now. because i'm a live guy it's like no they always fucking have yeah. it man you don't jam here i play tournaments i'm like they're fo they're folding jacks here in a tournament so like yeah. i'm just gonna jam yeah that's fair uh so yeah ace jack ace 10 mix all three options uh the calls come from pocket jacks king queen queen 10 king 10 and then ace deuce of spades Oh, Ace Deuce of Spades actually oh, calls. Wow. Yeah, because it un I guess because it unblocks every single bluff. Yeah, and it unblocks the threes and fours, wow. the five threes. There's no two x of of spades right. that he has that's a bluff. That's on the funny. Turn. I wanted to bluff that hand, but it just calls. I mean, I think like the instinct is probably pretty fair. The, I think the reason why I prefer his call over jam is because you don't block enough value for him. Yeah. Um, you know like he, you just, he you need the queen to jam. Well, the big thing is is that and. This probably isn't happening in practice, but ace queen off is like 80% call this deep pre. 
Right. Okay. So like he, it's supposed to be like a really low three frequency oh, so three bet. He's not supposed to have ace queen off, is what you're saying. Right. I see. Right. Right. Okay. So you don't really do it. You don't do much as far as blocking. That boats. does change the spot a fair bit, like compared to if he just has all of it. In but in practice, right? I imagine ace queen's in there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if if in practice he's always three betting it probably. Um, yeah. And you know now he just has more combos of ace queen than he theoretically is supposed to. So. When, once you get down to these river spots where you've got like a, a fraction of a, a few specific combos, like whether or not he three bets ace queen in pure just starts to matter a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It gets really dicey then whenever uh, you're trying to carve out like, is this hand a call? Is it a fold? Is it a jam? Like, what the fuck goes on? Yeah. This is, a I'm not even spot. sure. I'm not even sure that ace deuce would shift to jam. It might shift to, to fold. Yeah. Like, this, there's so many weird variables here that could change things a lot. Welcome to. Uh... <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the to, to the complexities of infinite deep anti heads up no limit hold'em. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, <laughs> this is honestly why it's like I'll never in a million years begin to tout that like I have any fucking idea mm -hmm. how this game as far as like this particular structure that we're playing, what it actually looks like at equilibrium. It's like mm -hmm. I, I think that I have decent poker sense and that I can outthink somebody like Airball yeah. in real time. But like we're all a long way away from Yeah knowing these nodes and, and here's another intimately. thing right like given if when you add a few variables together like given how rare it is for high stakes heads up live poker to happen mm -hmm. how rare it is to be this deep how uncommon a run out this is like how many people have ever been in a spot like this in their entire poker career right. like it's like double figures of people in the history of poker have ever been in an equivalent spot to this yeah so like how could anyone have a skill set where they really have a clear idea of how this spot's supposed to play out you know yeah yeah the, I, I the good news accurate. is matt you can ask doug tomorrow to uh run over this hand with that's you. true mm -hmm. that's true yeah. maybe uh maybe we can talk it out a little bit you know he can give us a little in-game coaching uh <laughs> discuss with both of us what he thinks of his play 2 p.m right. youtube manana um I don't really know why I included this hand other than... Uh, it's a fucking interesting hand. Man. No, no, no. not No, I know why I included that hand. That's the hand. Uh, oh, you're moving say, on to the next hand <laughs> Yeah, this now? next okay, one. Okay, okay. I was like... <laughs> well, gonna, you did you jam and then he... We know that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We Sorry, did, I jammed and he folded after We jammed and then he tanked tank. forever, put his palms in his face and folded. Yeah. yeah. And I had aces. I didn't have aces. Yep. That's a lie. I did not have aces. No, I, no. I had one of the hands in yep. our range that I said we should have. Yeah. Wait, so. You win. You windmilled the ace deuce of spades. You, you, I did not. You, you I did. would have folded ace deuce of spades. You I would have been very have, scared. You didn't have a, a hand that would that doesn't make any sense there. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I either had ace jack, ace queen, queen jack, pocket jacks, or uh, what are some of my other bluffs? Queen <laughs> queen x suited. Yeah. Yeah. One of those hands. Um. Next hand. I'm not really sure why I included this other than uh. I think the line is a little bit interesting, I guess. Uh, so single raise pot, we are about 100k effective. I have jack nine off with the jack of diamonds. Board comes king of diamonds, jack of spades, six of diamonds. And uh, we see a check back, I believe. No, okay. So uh, I check. Bets, doesn't he? Yeah, I check. He bets 35%, give or take, 33%, whatever. Um, and I call middle pair, backdoor. Yeah, I mean, you just have a pure call. Uh, turn nine of clubs check we obviously improve but we lose the queen 10 <laughs> we get completely fucked like how do we lose this one love getting fucked yeah uh so turn is the nine of clubs uh we check and we face 60 percent pot what do you think about this sizing on this turn card uh if it feels okay like it it seems like 
with one draw getting there, but a lot of the others missing. Um, maybe he could go a little bit bigger. Doesn't seem that bad, though. Yeah, I think it's appropriate. Usually whenever straights fill, uh, you want to size down a little bit. Uh, I, I don't think I ran this one, and it's only one straight, so it's a little bit different in mm. the sense that I think you do have the option to go bigger. Uh, I, I should have ran this because I am kind of curious. I would imagine he probably can go like potish here. Yeah, uh, potish sounds fine. about right, but it doesn't feel like a spot where he gets the overbet. Yeah, probably not. A um, lot of potential equity here. You don't want to be like, like when you do have hands like queen 10, you don't want to fold out seven, eight. Right, and he, he also doesn't want to, or 10, like eight. on these flush draw boards, it's, it's counter to what most people think. Like you don't want to create a massive pot because right. he can't make you fold most of your flush draws. Right. So a lot of the time, if he does try to create a massive pot now with queen 10, when the diamond comes, he just loses. Yeah, just like pairs wrecked. plus backdoor just have an easy decision now. Right, so there's a limit to how much he wants to bloat the pot because mm -hmm. there's a limit to how much he benefits from doing that when you still have a bunch of draws. Yeah, I think the I think the notion of bloating pots in, on uh, two tone textures like this goes to uh, kind of it, it, it's it's a really good play against fish yeah. because they over funnel their ranges so much mm -hmm. to equity, where it's just like okay, well, uh, I'm just going to bet pot and a half, and when they call, I'm going to know that they have a draw or yeah. weak showdown value. Right. When the draw completes, I'll check back. Yeah. And whenever the draw misses, I'll just attack whatever showdown right. value they have. Mm -hmm. But when you look at when you look at like how the solver plays spots like this, the whether or not there's a flush draw on the flop really doesn't actually affect very much. Mm -hmm. It's in comparison to like the high card or how connected it is or like what the general texture is, if it's paired or not, like those variables affect much more than whether it's rainbow or two-tone. Yeah, like it, it matters a bit in heads up just because you have so many backdoor options. Right. So you get to size up the rainbow boards a yeah. fair amount mm -hmm. uh, because there's so much backdoor equity for you to yeah. attack. In particular, a lot of the boards where there's no other kinds of connectivity, it being rainbow does mean it's even better for the razor. Yeah. So like 1074 rainbow is like one of the, in the, in the MTT spots that I look at, 1074 rainbow is like an overbet board, but mm -hmm. 1074 flush draw is not same but yeah um like if you look at let's say a, a different type of a board like nine nine seven three or actually that's pretty pretty similar but like nine seven five like a connected board yeah the fact that it's connected matters more than whether it's nine seven five rainbow or nine seven five right, flush right. draw. yeah yeah and that yeah. king jack six is kind of similar like yeah. king jack six rainbow king jack six flush draw it's going to be similar strategies because right. it's a double broadway board and that matters more yeah agreed um so we obviously i think just play call here i don't I don't think our hand is strong enough when straight falls and yeah, better just, two pairs are available. It's just a call down spot, yeah. it seems like. River is the five of diamonds, which actually isn't all that bad for us when we have the jack of diamonds, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, we have pretty strong blocking power. I don't think we should face much in the way of big bets. And I'm wrong because he <laughs> fires out pot and a quarter. Hmm. What do we think of this sizing? Doesn't feel like... I. It's right on the edge of him going too big, I think, because you still have plenty of flushes, and it's really hard for him to have very many hands aside from flushes that want to go big on this river. Yeah, I, it, my instinct was that I wanted to fold, mm -hmm. um, which is insane. <laughs> my hand is certainly never folding here, uh -huh. um, but the sizing sequence just feels so off i think mm -hmm. in the sense that i imagine that this is just like a really fucking strong hand way too often the issue is that like i don't know how much he's overvaluing like 
one blocker. Like king king queen with the king of di- with the queen of diamonds or something. Well, that would be for value. I don't think yeah. he's. I, I'm pretty confident he's not getting that thin. Oh, you okay? I see I'm saying mean. like ace ten with the ace of diamonds. Right, right. I see what you mean. Like, how often is he just like ripping it for this for this amount? I I think the the thing that makes this spot much more close than it would or than it should be at equilibrium is the fact that he's supposed to probably find a lot of turn bluffs with just a naked ace or queen of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, like if he starts checking back like ace deuce with the ace of diamonds or something like that, because he's not specifically looking ahead and saying, I want to be able to bluff the ace blocker on a diamond. Yep. Then now he just doesn't have enough bluffs when you get to this river. So oddly enough, I just pulled it up and I'm looking at it. We were right. He is supposed to be potting turn, not 60%. Okay. Um, and he does not use the ace of diamonds very often. Only, oh, really? Only exactly ace 10. Oh, interesting. Even ace queen checks back. Also, oh, those hands just have too much showdown value? Yeah. And then like like ace, ace deuce with the ace of diamonds just doesn't even bluff there? Checks back. What about the queen? It's pure check back. Uh, the queen of diamonds is somewhat utilized. Queen eight is the, okay. is the key one. Uh, yeah, so it's like queen eight, queen four. So what's he bluffing on turn? What, it's it's his- the high lows. It's queen five, queen four, queen three, queen two. Okay. Unblocking folds, basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so, yeah, he mostly utilizes those, the, the ones that block the nuts and then uh, also, also have uh, a unblock diamond. folds. Yeah. yeah. They're the, strictly the queen of diamonds. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, when we arrive at river, uh, which is, oh, whoops. I got there the wrong way. 60%, not pot. Um, so, yeah, he was, pot, pot's the optimal size. Uh, on turn and as we suspected our hand is is it a pure call jack nine off it raises a little bit on turn yeah Hmm. exactly my combos super thin though with just the so jack nine of diamonds and then jack x with or sorry jack nine with the jack of diamonds Uh uh raises about half the time it is very thin but the raise size is small it's only half pot yeah um, it's it gets like weird when you have bets that are smaller than they should be because now you're supposed to raise thinner and it like yeah if his range stays the same but his size goes smaller then your ability to raise thinner actually isn't like it doesn't to, really to give you raise. the comparison when he bets full pot we never raise yeah that makes sense um okay so we call river is what was the river again five of diamonds five, five, of, diamonds. five of diamonds i was gonna give it the deuce for some reason you ever uh you ever have any any donks on this river i do a lot well not a lot but like 10 percent of the time okay just not with my hand okay uh, my hand pure checks. Uh, the donks are coming from like 10-8 uh, as a bluff. Jack-5 suited for two pair. Uh, Queen-10, King-10, 9-6. Um, what, what size is it donking? Uh, just quarter. Oh, so it's like block donking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it's a lot of like the two pair regions, hands that block the two pairs, mm-hmm. uh, and then a little bit of, of straights. Okay. Uh, so we check and I'm wrong. Uh, okay. He gets the big bet this river. Okay, interesting. I didn't expect that. It's almost exclusively pot. He has a little bit of overbetting in there mm-hmm. at uh, 150%, but it's it's really just queen 10 okay. uh, and then like a little bit of king jack. What? Here's a question. What are your raises on this river? Versus the overbet or versus pot? Yeah, well, pot? I mean against either of them because they're pretty similar sizes. Uh, I basically don't raise versus overbet. Versus pot, Can I you, raise like 6%. Do you and, not have any? Oh, I'm sorry. I looked at the wrong... Yeah, I was gonna say like, how do you not raise? Because you, uh, I do, but flushes. I do, but it's jam. Oh, okay. So okay, so that makes sense. Verse so. over bet, I jam. I jam like 
five and a half percent. Okay, and what what are your combos? Uh, let's look. I guess it's not flushes and it's, ace of diamonds it's, stuff. Yeah, it's flushes and ace of diamonds. Yeah, okay, exactly. fair enough. So jack of diamonds isn't a good enough blocker to actually bluff with it. No, okay. uh, it does a tiny bit okay. of uh of jamming with five x, or sorry, six x rather. Um, six x. Yeah, it uses fourth pair. Oh, the six is on the flop. The six is a pair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Never mind. It's just a little bit of it using fourth pair. Uh, yeah, for whatever amb- reason, seems ambitious. Yeah, just like, I, we we block a set. I probably wouldn't find it. <laughs> we're, we're we're all in. Yeah, gotta be honest, probably would not find that one. Um, if he goes pot, my raises. Now I split between three quarters pot raise and all in. Okay, so it's like a total of ten percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like five and five pretty much. Okay, jams again are flushes and ace high. Uh, and then the raise combos are the the broader flushes so like you're jamming most of your nut flushes obviously yeah and so the non the non uh, non nut flushes are raising right like a yeah a non all in size yeah. ace eight of of diamonds and ace seven uh are the two nut flushes that choose to mix raise over just mm-hmm. jam um but everything else is mostly like jack high flush ten high flush nine high flush eight high yeah. flush and those uh those are just gonna like check raise instead okay. of check jam but that's if we face pot we face bigger than that so mm-hmm. uh they would just be all in yeah, I imagine. Sense. Um, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I, I didn't think he'd get to overbet that. I guess the the thought there is that the flush fills and so does uh, an inferior straight. Mm-hmm. So queen 10 just gets to be super greedy. It's also, here, here's, a, here's a suggestion. Run it without you being able to donk bet the river because I bet that might change things. Mm. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah, I'll get on that now. Because uh, if, you, if you don't donk the river, it changes the makeup of your checking range. That's true. So, and I, cause I've been experimenting with this a lot with Ruse lately. Like when you remove donks, it does change a few factors. So, yeah, that, that is true. Cause part of the reason why the donk happens is specifically to weaken your checking range. Because if you didn't donk some hands, then your checking range would be so strong that villain would just check back a lot. Right. So in this case, on a, like a board changing river, you're going to have some donks, but if you don't allow yourself to donk, then your checking range is now a lot of flushes when you check river so he might actually have a different strategy yeah that would make a lot of sense uh also like again because of the turn size that he chose we don't get here this way that often right um so yeah let's see when i check no his sizing still now it's the same well it's it's converging on pot now okay it's it's much much less over betting Mm -hmm. um and it's very specific okay it's it's choosing like uh, Jack ten of diamonds and then like queen ten with the queen of diamonds. Okay, so you you not donking river makes it re- restricts his ability to overbet when check two. It, it reduces yeah. it significantly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes yeah. sense. Which I yeah that does make a lot of sense. I guess my my range is going to be a lot stronger now. Um, so yeah, that was maybe more interesting than I initially expected it to be. Uh, my hand pure calls in theory, but I have to tell you in practice, I did not feel good about it. Yeah. So, it's a weird one to the thing is like the the five specifically gives him a lot of hands that he could over bluff with yeah. like basically anytime he has the eight of diamonds in range mm-hmm. uh he could easily find an over bluff same thing with like yeah. the ten of diamonds uh or even reaching as low as the seven but i don't know man like they have to take this line you right. know right exactly he has to find like some random and with the eight of diamonds in it to just blast. To, it has to decide to be 60 on the turn. Yeah. Right? right. Like thinking like, oh, I could have a straight here. So I bet 60% pot with eight, five yeah. and the eight of diamonds. Eight, four, the eight of diamonds. Yeah. yeah. It's like, sure, it could happen. But like, or you could look and say like, I have a gut shot in the eight of diamonds. 
pot and a half. Because that seems to right. be more of the logic that we, yeah. we, we tend to run into. Um, all right, two more. This one's just kind of fun. Uh, and actually uh, a, a little bit sad. This is, a little bit uh, sad. <laughs> well, this is from our last session Monday. Um, so I don't reload unless I get below 100 big blinds. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like I've probably studied 100 big blind strategy more than he has. Yeah. And my EV is probably just higher. So he, you're, you're, not, uh, you're not concerned about the, the Twitter trolls who think that you not reloading means you're somehow broke. The fuck do I care, man? I He's the one with all the side action. I'm not going to give him an easy easy out. Right. Like, go ahead, grind me that. You know how many times he stacked me in this match? Yeah. Once. Mm-hmm. Once. And it was whenever I got down to 30K and he fucking rivered a royal versus my straight flush. Right, exactly. <laughs> that was the only time I've been stacked this entire match. <laughs> so just, you know, put that in the... You know how many times I've doubled up in this match? <laughs> like 10. Um, so this hand happens. I open ace, 10 of spades. Uh, he three bets me. And um, I could have went for a small four bet, I guess. Uh, I thought my hand was a little bit too valuable. At the it stack it gets a bit dicey once you get a bit shallower, right? Yeah. Because now your hand doesn't want to four bet as much because it's a bit more indifferent versus a five bet jam. Right. The, the last thing that you want is to get jammed on when you're holding ace, 10 of spades. It's, right. it's just no fun. Um, so we see a flop of queen of diamonds, nine of spades, six of hearts. So we flop all sorts of backdoors, and the SPR is about four and a half. Uh, he he C bets, I think, for a third? A uh, quarter. Quarter. Okay, so this is the first time we ever C bet for a quarter. Yeah, it doesn't way. feel like a board for a quarter. No. Um, and it's also just like the first time I've seen him do it. Mm. Uh, he's always one third pot. Now, granted, you know, we're like 150 blinds effective here instead of uh, 600 or, yeah, something. or what, whatever we usually are. Um, but with that said, it's still, in my opinion, notable, I suppose that, uh, he's choosing a size I haven't seen him choose before. Um, so we obviously are floating quarter. This, this goes without saying, uh, yeah, can't, can't fold this hand. Do you think that we have any other options available to us? I don't think I like raise. Like it, it's just doesn't get called by worse. Doesn't fold out better. Like feels weird. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the sim now. He does quarter pot here a little bit. It's like 17% of the time. Mostly uh, he just goes 2E or check. Yeah. Uh, so B150 or check. Um, and I assume this hand doesn't raise versus quarter. I, I highly doubt it. I mean, I, I suppose theoretically when we raise, he peels like jack 10, but he, he might also three bet that and then force us to fold. So right. Like, uh, so ace 10 suited does raise a little bit, um, oh, it does? but it mostly chooses clubs. So it chooses the one with no back. Oh, so it's like... Okay, it's getting super tricky with it and trying, yeah. to, trying to get value from his back doors. Yeah, it chooses clubs. In, in rank order, it goes clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. Um, so, you know, make of that what you will. Uh, we obviously have a clear call here. Turn is the... What is the turn? Four clubs. Four clubs. Okay, total brick. Four clubs, and we now face uh, a very annoying size as he comes out with half pot. Um, not really a thing. Uh, he should be blocking again or uh, going 2E, yeah, which is 100. Look, it just looks like a polo spot. Yeah. So you either block or go 2E, which is 113%. Uh, he kind of hedged and hit the middle here. Um, let me see what happens when he chooses. I, I mean, I'm sure our hand just pure folds. But first block, we might double float. I'm not really sure. Uh, so versus the size he chose, we are now pure folding. Mm-hmm. Uh, pure folding ace-10, ace-jack, 
uh, etc. So I do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And he windmills the king of spades, five of spades, right in my fucking yeah, he, face. Yeah, he got you. He got he, me. He man. really got you there. God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he got you by having a hand that's... Why, actually, is he supposed to have that no. hand here? No. Yeah, he's not supposed to blow, to actually no. have that. Uh, I mean, like he has he has a sliver of it in range, but yeah. it doesn't bluff. Right. Okay. Uh, it's like I guess too good to bluff. Mm-hmm. Maybe King Eight is actually where he starts to pull his bluffs from. Um, the low kings just start checking. Wait, why is King Five too good to bluff? I don't know if too good is maybe the right word. Maybe it's just a poor candidate, but it just doesn't really bet. It does. It probably doesn't have enough like blocking on future streets. Like, yeah, having maybe. the eight is probably pretty good because. Having the eight, we get to bluff on like a nine, a jack, uh, seven, right. stuff like that. Yeah, five, yeah. We don't get to King bluff ten much. is like his high frequency barrel, yeah, uh, I mean, because it obviously makes, has that makes front door sense. equity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like ace five suited, so he's kind of a pip off. Like ace five of spades is happy to barrel. That's uh, so weird. Which is kind of weird to me because it blocks the hands that I auto fold, which is just ace jack, ace ten. Yeah, but it, it might also be ace five is like. Every now and again, you peel with like King 10 and Ace 5 is technically ahead. So that might be one factor that's contributing. Or just you river an Ace and you get yeah. some value or something. Like there's also. I mean, it is stuff. a pure bet. So um, it's not making much, but it is making chips. Um, you know, it, it's making like 6% of what Ace Queen is making by mm. comparison's sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's not making zero. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really sure what the driving force is behind having that as as his bluffs, but he has just like a lot of natural give ups, like Jack Seven, Jack Three. These mm-hmm. all just start to check. Yeah, Ten Nine starts to check. Obviously, Middle Pair. It's uh, it's mostly going to shut down and start to bluff catch. Um, had he had like the offsuit variety, it would have been fine. Like King Six off goes for it, uh, but <laughs> only when so it weird, has man. Like not supposed to bluff king five suited, but we're supposed to always bluff king six off. Like, yeah. So... Oh, sorry, sorry. It's a pair. Oh, it's a pair. Yeah, that's okay. my bad. Yeah, forget it then. My bad. So yeah, I'm wrong. There's nothing in the offsuit that like goes hard. I guess a little bit of... Nope. Nope. Those are all pairs. Uh, yeah. He, he found a bluff. Good for him. Yeah, whatever. Um, I was not annoyed. I was annoyed a spade didn't come. Yeah, <laughs> it was just all the fucking got in. Oh man, we're just we're here. We're just in the, it. The jack of spades, pilot in his face. Yeah, make him hate life. Yeah, fuck this guy, bro. Uh, all right, this final hand was one that we got paid. I'm not sure what Airball ended up having, but uh, it was a fun triple barrel spot, I think. Uh, so this is a single raise pot, uh, where I open king eight of clubs on the button. Uh, we're gonna see a flop of ten. Uh, 10 7 6. There we go. 10 of ten, hearts, 7 of clubs, 6 of spades. There it is. 10 7 6. And we have a backdoor flush draw as well. Uh, so this is a board where I, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm, I'm going to use a pretty simple strategy here of, of one size. Uh, so we go 40%. He calls turn, backdoor club draw. Uh, 5-8 becomes a straight. 5-3 becomes a straight. 8-9 was already a flop straight. So we got a lot working for us here. Infinite equity. What do you, yeah. uh, what do you think about our candidate here on the turn? Um, it feels like a hand that just has to bet because of how much equity it has, but also the fact that we never have to... like At this depth, we never have to fold to a check raise. We also have right. some implied odds in that he's sometimes going to check raise hands that have a worse backdoor. Um, we... 
have enough blocking power over both straights that we just get more folds. Like having an eight just feels really important here. Having two clubs is nice as well. Yeah. We also have an overcard. Like it just there's just nothing really bad that can happen from betting. And considering it's a board where a lot of hands do have to be a bit cautious, like a lot of our seven X and six X and stuff like that has to check back. Um it just feels pretty important to you know keep barreling when we have a combo draw like this. Yeah, I uh I I misapplied my strategy here. I would sing I would use a single size, but it wouldn't be forty percent. Um I should have gone much larger on the flop, which I think mm -hmm. would uh kind of alter future street strategy. That's interesting. Uh so it's it's basically a potter check spot. You uh, you can use B forty, but um it's like all the same hands that would pot. Does he is there something about his range that contains less nine eight? Like does he three bet nine eight a lot? Uh just the suited. Nine eight suited, okay. I think, hmm. is yeah. So it's nine, still just a pot spot, even though both of you can have nine eight. Interesting. Yeah, nine eight suited is a pure three bet. He also doesn't have ten nine. That's uh, near pure three bet. Okay. Uh, King ten suited is a pure three bet. So like, I think it has that a lot to do with the ten x. Also, Jack's plus he never has as well, right? Correct. So, like, yeah. Uh, doesn't have tens either. Tens is okay. a pure three bet. Yeah, that makes sense. Then you're kind of leveraging that region, like over pairs, strong top pairs, that sort right. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. A little bit regrettable here to not uh, go for the larger size when the the turn comes off. Uh, had I gone larger, um, my hand would be a natural uh, follow through, mm -hmm. and it would just mix between. I mean, whatever. Like you can just arrive at whatever you want. The only two sizes it chooses are 100 percent or 67, and they're both used at the same frequency. Yeah. So it's like whatever. I would probably just pot again. Yeah. Um. So if you went pot-pot, that, that seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, instead, we went 40%, so I'm going to see if we have overbets now on the turn. Uh, I don't think we will. I think we'll have like pot, but not overbet. Now it changes it. So now we don't get the pot because we ah, didn't pot the flop. Okay. But it's because it's carrying forward like a very reduced range. We have a less polar range, I guess. Yeah, well, it's not that it's necessarily less polar. It's just that we are not able to keep uh the high frequency of our good hands in the smaller size oh because we had two sizes on the right. Flop, right if i simplify okay. if i take if i, I take see, yeah, the yeah. uh no i get it i get it yeah, yeah the smaller size has less of the strong stuff in it the smaller size is more populated with just like blocking middle strength type stuff yeah i think the easiest thing for me to do is just knowing that i play single shot size even when i fuck it up and get it wrong uh just run it for that single size yeah and, and see like how this hand is supposed to react mm -hmm. but in any event like no matter what size we choose on the flop uh, our hand is going to be a very high frequency turn barrel. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell you what that for It was a hundred percent, uh, when I just looked at it. So let's see what it is whenever we use the single size. Um, but I imagine that we're just going to get the pot here, uh, pretty much always with our hand. Uh, so yeah, let's see. King eight of clubs, pure bet. Uh, and it mixes between pot and 66 still, yeah. even if uh, we give the single size on the flop. Uh, I believe I chose pot. I would expect that most of the hands that contain yeah. clubs with an eight or a nine yep. or a five or yep. three are probably just betting at a really high rate. Yeah, that's, that's true. Just com um, combo draws at this depth are just so powerful. Yeah, nine three, for example, is a pure bet no matter what your suits are. Right. Uh, whereas king eight is not. King eight is mm -hmm. only betting the club variety, okay. obviously, because we still have showdown value yeah. and uh, we kind of have like bad blockers mm -hmm. because he's peeling so much like king high, eight high type stuff with right. backdoors. Um, <laughs> same thing with queen eight. Queen eight is pure betting, queen eight of clubs. Uh, it's only betting a low frequency with the other, the other suits, et cetera. So yeah, your instincts are pretty good here. 
Uh, I go pot, which is uh, fine. He calls again. The river is the offsuit nine. Pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think his strategy looks like whenever this one-liner falls? After I, having faced like I two pretty I would be pretty, pretty confident he's supposed to have some donks. Yeah. Because it's just going to check-check a lot. Yeah, he blocks here a lot, actually. Yeah. He blocks like a third of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised to see it was such a high frequency. I, I think it's, again, it's a bit similar to that previous board where the if he checks, if he checks range, mm-hmm. his range is now strong enough that you just don't have much incentive to bet at all. Right. And so when he, when he has an eight, he just doesn't get much value out of you. So he has to start donking some hands in order to weaken his checking range to give you some incentive to, to bluff. Yeah, where do you think those donks come from? Uh, like two pairs, probably. Is it like a block size donk? Uh, I believe it's quarter pot, yeah. Quarter pot. So like, yeah, probably two pairs. Maybe if he has the low straight, like the, the three five or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, probably with a bit of 8x to protect. Yeah, so it's uh, almost exclusively the 8x region. Oh, okay. Uh, so like 8-5 pure, pure donks, 8-6, uh-huh. uh, 50-50, pocket 8 uh, leans closer to pure. Um, Ace-8 leans closer to check, but it does donk. So he's not donking two pair and stuff? A little bit. Okay. So uh, it's a little bit of 10-4. It's a little bit of, uh, or sorry, 10-7 that's gotten here mm-hmm. is pure. Uh, 10-9 is pure for top two mm-hmm. um and that's sense. that's kind of it there's also uh so like five three pure donks okay as it's now the low end i got that one i'm happy with that. yeah <laughs> um pocket fours obviously is pure uh and then ace deuce of clubs is like your bluff okay so there's uh, there's really not a lot of bluffing there I it's guess. it's yeah. ace deuce of clubs king five of clubs mm-hmm. um and then I guess like a little bit of jack six. Yeah, there's there's probably very little. Just like weird stuff. Right, yeah. there's probably very little that gets there that doesn't, that actually needs to bluff. And because he's betting, he's donking so small anyway. Right. He doesn't even have to have many bluffs. Right, and then obviously from the 8x region, 10-8 is your, your pure check because uh, I, I, basically you can't target anything. Yeah, you just block two pair and whatever. Yeah. You, you block top set. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his donk lead here is actually pretty good. My hand is a pure raise, of course. Uh which we elect to if choose. He, wait, did he did he donk bet? Yeah, you, you didn't you didn't show the hand. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's right there. He donks. It's on yeah. the other, oh, yeah, it's right. on the other screen. Okay, I'm I'm the, I'm like trying to. The yeah, other screen is yeah. The other okay. screen is real time. Real time. Okay, yeah. I see. I see. I got it. I got it. Um, yeah. So he does lead for a quarter pot. I have a pure raise. Uh, I mean, you already saw the size, but what do you think of uh, a pot size? That seems pretty good. I I don't think this is a spot where we get to just like rip because it now. It puts him in a spot where it's too easy for him to just fold everything except an eight. Right. Um, so, and he has enough eight X that it just isn't, it's not keeping any part of his range indifferent to raise here to, to an all in size. So, so we do do a little bit of jamming. Oh, we do? Okay. Uh, pocket jacks is our bluff. And ah, then. Wild. Okay. I forgot about the jack eight. Yeah. That's like the top end. But right. specifically, I would think he probably doesn't have that much jack eight except for jack eight of clubs. Yeah. Does he have all of the jack eight? Uh, good question. Let's. Because I would think see. a lot of it would either raise, flop, or turn. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, he actually does not have jack eight of clubs. His jack eight of spades oh. for whatever reason. Weird. The non backdoor suit. Okay. Um, and then jack eight offsuit. He has. It's wild that we're just like bluff raising jacks here. This yeah. Is... Jack eight offsuit. He Heads has like so crazy. He has like maybe twenty five percent of. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, he has a smidge of Jack eight. It's probably like 10% of his overall eight X range. Okay. If I had to guess. Um, but yeah, we turn Jackson to a bluff. It's a pure raise. Uh, 
and it shoves about like a third of the time. Uh, same thing with Jack 8 suited that's gotten here this far for us, uh, as well as Jack 8 off. Uh, it basically raises like three quarters of the time, jams mm -hmm. a quarter of the time. Uh, so we're not jamming often. It's right. 400% pot. We're jamming like 3%. Yeah, it's a, it's a big bet. Um, that said, my raise size is too large. Oh, okay. Uh, so it only wants to go half pot. It wants to just go like a small, like 17K or something? Yeah. What, what's, what's half what, pot? Half of whatever, half or pot. a little less. Half pot would be 15, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so... Um, just like keeping his 5.3 and his 10.9 indifferent. Yeah, I imagine that's the, the, the goal because you're just chopping often when you get called anyway. Right. Um, oh, yeah, and it looks like it allows us then to start bluffing a lot more Jack X. So okay. it now starts to bluff Ace Jack suited pure, which that we makes, only have clubs, but that makes sense. You know, we have it. It also pure bluffs Ace King of clubs. Huh. Uh, and I imagine that's because Ace King of clubs would then block King 8 of clubs, but. And Ace 8 of clubs? Yeah. But both seem like uh, a bit of a reach. Yeah. I mean, it's important. You know, when you're dealing it, with ranges this wide, it's it important. It could just be, well, is it, what other ace highs is it bluffing on river? Like that's it. Bluff raising. Oh, okay. Yeah, just yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's weird. I was going to say it might be just trying to fill up the range with whatever bluffs it can. But, right. you know, at, at the end, uh, there's got to be something that's. Yeah, I imagine it's just because, like, you're, you're going to be double barreling these, uh, these high two card club mm -hmm. hands so often that yeah. they need to fit somewhere on the end and right. ace king obviously doesn't show down yeah it makes sense uh it also just folds a small mm -hmm. it, it mixes so it's a zero ev hand yeah um but anyway yeah we raise the full pot and get called which uh i imagine i imagine he's somewhere in that set or five three range yeah i mean it's when it's he calls and loses to... what's supposed to call here on the river like what's What's his bet call range supposed to look like? Uh, let's see. He's calling about 40% of hands. It sets a little bit of two pair. Okay. And then um, straights are actually indifferent, which is wild. I mean, five, his, five, his, three is indifferent. his whole range is indifferent. Uh, okay. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, 5-3 is leaning fold. Okay. And this is versus half pot. I'm not even looking at full pot. Okay. Uh, versus half pot, 5-3 is... Uh, it leans fold. Mm -hmm. um, the two pair hands that call is just 10 9. Yeah. And okay. it mixes. Yeah. It's kind of a, definitely a weird spot because, like, he, <clears throat> he isn't really going to have that many hands that can actually call pot. But if he, if he sort of attributes the same bluff catching value to all of his, like, two pairs or something, like, let's say he thinks 10 9 and like nine seven are pretty equivalent here right then he can easily end up just like under folding to this raise yeah i mean versus pot five three like pure folds right uh pocket fours nearly pure folds ten nine pure folds that's interesting. ten four pure folds does so he, does he have does he still have fours in range like wouldn't he fold flop a lot with fours he should or, or three bet pre. he should but uh yeah and he should three bet pre but it looks like uh four spades four hearts four spades four of diamonds get to river uh, pretty high frequency. Wow. Okay, weird. Only those two combos for whatever reason. And heads up is weird. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a beast, man. It's a <laughs> fucking beast, uh, and one that I do not plan to tame. I can't <laughs> wait. To, I can't wait to be out of this. I can't wait challenge. to just play full ring again. Oh man, I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm so excited to get back into uh, an environment where you. Uh, it's weird because I like playing all the hands. I really yeah. do. Yeah, um, I, can, I can tell. I, I here's a question. 
How much convincing is it going to take for somebody to get you to play a tournament this summer? Oh, boy. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that today. I don't, I don't know why. There was something about, uh, as I was walking out of the house to come to this podcast, there was something like on my counter or whatever that reminded me the World Series was near. Yeah, right. And, uh, oh, I know what it was. This is the dumbest thing on earth. Yeah. I got an offer on my house. Oh. Uh, okay. And it's like a pretty good offer. Like yeah. it, it's close to listing. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, I don't really want to sell my house anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm on a really big upswing and I don't need the liquidity, mm-hmm. um, which was the whole purpose that yeah. I listed it for. And also it's like, it's still selling high, but it's not selling as high as it was whenever I first listed mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm just going to pass on it. And I thought to myself, I go, how much money do I actually think I need for tournaments, this WSOP? Yeah. And then I kind of, you know, ran the numbers in my head of like how much cash I have available mm-hmm. to me. And I go, I could never play enough tournaments where that would be a factor yeah (laughs) like no fucking way handle like you would have to be like firing high rollers (laughs) yeah it's no shot like there is no part of me that thinks especially after like trying to learn another discipline Mm -hmm. uh that's so far removed from what i'm accustomed to playing like i have so much more respect now for people who are kind of out there doing all of it Mm -hmm. or maybe uh i i just applaud them for being willingly ignorant because i know for a long time i was like thinking that i have any fucking shot in a tough field mtt is ludicrous (laughs) i'm never looking at these spots and like now having to dig into a whole new discipline and realizing like how far removed it is from the poker that i'm accustomed to playing there's overlap of course Mm -hmm. your ability to have card sense and think your way through spots it's helpful but man, it's night and fucking day. You're going to be in that 25K. No, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I got you like are. 350 That's people what I'm saying. last year. You're going to look at the field and you're going to see there's 400 people and you're like, wow, how can I not play this? Well, that like, doesn't make it a tough field. You're, you're I'm gonna just saying here, you're going to play it. You're going to sit here through yeah. the tournament academy and mm-hmm, you're going to exactly. like, I'm going to twist your arm to do commentary with me and shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to remember how soft tournaments are. That part's true. And you're right. going to be like, there's I'm going to fire a bunch yeah. of stuff because I could win 500K right. in one day. Right. Right. I, exactly. I agree with you. I will be in the soft fields. <laughs> I, will be in, I will be in all of the no-limit buy-ins. Okay, that's good. That I, thought, are, I thought you were just going to be overplaying a 1K oh, ever again. Well, you, you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in all of the no-limit buy-ins between 2K and 5K, ah. specifically any 6 max. You're going to be in the runs. tag team. Uh, I am going to be in the tag team because we are going to do something special for all you nerds and brainiacs out there. The members of our channel are going to have the opportunity to win partnership with us in the tag team. I, I don't think we told you about this and you're not signed on. Oh yeah. You didn't tell me about yeah. this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you you're are... not, you're not signed on yet, but okay. you're welcome to come aboard if you want. Right. Okay. What we're, what we're going to end up doing, uh, at least for me, LaManna, Conrad, Guapo and Landon is we are going to run a contest of sorts for the people that are members of our mm-hmm. site and the winners will be our tag team partners. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I will probably be in for that, but it okay. just depends on what else is going on at the same time. Cause I may not even play the tag team event at all. I might be playing something at win or whatever on that day. So totally we'll understandable. We'll see. Uh, for all of you nerds and brainiacs out there, you, you better start to, you know, bend his arm a little bit. That's right. Cause <laughs> I think of all the partners here, you want, you hunt. want hunt, you want hunt. <laughs> yeah. if, if, we're doing, if we're doing a snake draft, right. he's going first. Right. Okay? I mean, if you want to min cash, it's, you, your yeah, boy, you're right here, you know, cash like, if, you, if you just want to lock up some money it does depend on what you look it <laughs> depends really on what you want as your partner right because right. whoever drafts me they get all of day one 
You're playing all day one, buddy. Like whoever you are, mm-hmm. I have full faith in you. Right. I will play my orbit and that's it. You bag and tag for us. I'll take us home, baby. Let's go. Well, maybe that's right. maybe that's what I should say. Maybe that's what I should do. If like I'll I'll say I'll be part of it, but you I'll play my one orbit on day one. I'll go play the win or somewhere else. That's and yeah. then call me when we make the final take. Right. Okay. That, that's the thing. It's like it's like you can play it because you don't you know, you don't have to we're also be there. We're also willing to free roll you in this one, Matt. All right. Well, that, that might that might make it a bit okay. more enticing. All right. But whoever, go, whoever's baby. my tag team partner, be prepared that if you make some kind of big punt, I, I, like, I'm going to tell you you punted. <laughs> yeah. like, he, he's going to let you back. know. That's I'm not right. going to hold back. That's fair. But, you know, you'll learn something. That is exactly, fair. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if, uh, if you want somebody grinding that 25 blind stack to ensure that you are going to bag somewhere around 10 bigs, you're going to have Lamana. Right. The tortoise is going to take you right through that mid phase. Exactly. You know, and he's going to mm-hmm. navigate very carefully. Going to make sure that we, you know, we're in the money. He's not going to overinvest in jacks. And uh, whoever's Landon's <laughs> partner is going to have to hope that when we full bet jam the ace five suited, it gets through. They don't have it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, right. You got to push and pray with Landon, but Just, God yes. damn it. I hope you don't get Dell ace five suited too often. Look, there's only so many times you can jam it. Collectively, between the six of us, we got some starters and we got some closers. You know, yeah, you're, you're the well rounded MTT guy, but like you got other shit going on. So it's like you. Do you want a starter or do you want a closer? That's well, your choice. I haven't choice. closed one out in a while. I got a fucking eighth and a 25th. Hey, whenever you get heads up, I got you. All right. I'm right. going to give you a little... It's, yeah, let's do exactly. it. You know, we, we, we can have a little discussion now. And this that is I'm only, only uh, for the, the member, not subscribers, Correct. the actual members. So if you want to, uh, you know, be a part of this or have a chance... Be our partner. Click that link below in the gotta, description. Gotta hit the yeah. You gotta become hit a part button. of the nerds and brainiacs. For everybody mm-hmm. else, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I got a big day at High Stakes Poker tomorrow. Please, please, please send me Let's good, go. good vibes. Good we vibes. need it. Please run good. Please get in the win. chat and just, just you know fucking win like half a million. Yeah, please, yeah, all of you guys, good. show up for the Poker Go stream tomorrow. We're gonna need all the support we can get as we're getting ganged up on by the. Uh, by the dark side if you will thank you guys so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this strat chat leave a comment below let us know if you like this format uh it's been a lot of fun i really appreciate you joining us matt your insights happy to be here always fantastic uh and of course if you want to see more of matt hunt head over to solveforwide.io he has unlimited courses mtts as well as general <laughs> unlimited theory. courses like well, i i have other stuff in my life i, I can't i can't make come on man I, I'm, I'm trying to sell a product here you know okay. i gotta speak a little hyperbolic here. i have a lot of courses he has a lot of courses everything ranging from general theory to mtt specifics head over to solveforwide.io check that out we'll be back tomorrow 11 a.m start time since i have to be at the poker studio by two uh i'm not sure what's on the dock yet we might we might talk a little poker we might talk a little pirates baseball i'm not who knows who knows who knows it's a coin flip i mean who, who knows what the hell could happen in poker in the next 12 hours <laughs> that is, true. that's yeah. also true demand talking about the, it, the the dock is maybe we'll get polk in here we'll see mm-hmm. we'll talk to you guys then we'll see you tomorrow see you peace folks.